everybody and happy Saturday. Welcome back to the Small Business Saturday podcast. My name is Sydney. I'm your host. I am the creator of Sydney Day Design and you can find me on Instagram at Sydney Day Design if you want a little bit of a backstory on my business. Um, but this is my podcast. If you've never been here before, welcome. I hope you enjoy. This is where I bring on small business owners, teen business owners, and we talk about you know, all these different topics. We talk about product photography and, you know, cohesive feed. We talk about web design and, you know, running your business in general, all sorts of fun strategies. And I get a lot of good perspectives. So I'm really excited for today's episode. It is with Anna from Daisy by Anna. Um, I want to say we met a couple months ago, honestly, and it's been that long. We met through Instagram and ever since her feed has just been gorgeous. So I brought her on today to talk about how she takes her product pictures, her feed pictures, and how she keeps everything cohesive and super aesthetic, I might add. Um, So yeah, I'm really excited for today's episode. I hope you enjoy it and let's get right into it. Hello, Anna. Thank you so much for coming on season two of Small Business Saturday. How are you today? Good. Thank you for having me. Of course. I'm so excited. Today's episode for everyone tuning in is about product photography and kind of having an organized aesthetic feed. And um, I brought on Anna, who is feed goals at this point for me. um, And she has a lot of wisdom to share. So before we get started, um, do you want to tell everybody about your brand? Um, yes. So I'm Anna. I run Daisy by Anna. I started this in June of 2020 and I sell affordable, adorable, um, skincare and beauty products. And my most popular product is my lip gloss. Okay. Awesome. Yes. Which I have myself in love. (laughs) Um, so what is the bigger story behind your brand? So I would say this kind of, this question is kind of open-ended, but I would say that the story behind my brand is I just really wanted to create skincare that was for everybody, like a small skincare business, because I feel like you normally don't really see any businesses like that. So I wanted to be kind of more unique. Yeah, that's awesome. And I obviously, I mean, I feel like I don't see a ton of skincare, natural beauty type businesses um, in the small business community, um, you know, at least in people I'm following. So I love that about Daisy. Yeah. So how did you start? Um, How old were you slash are you right now? So I started, I came up with this idea to start a business in March and I was, I was 12 and now I'm 13. My birthday was in April, but Mm -hmm. I originally, this is kind of a side to the question, but I originally started, I feel like I, at first I was like, oh, I started because I had so much time to do and I had not a lot of things to do so I wanted kind of an activity that would keep me busy that I was interested in and kind of control myself but I feel like taking a step back from it I feel like I on my personal account I always followed like bigger businesses but that started small and that kind of it it kind of inspired me to start a business myself because I wanted to be in that point that they were. Yeah, that's really neat. Um, I feel like I kind of agree with that in that sense of I just wanted something to direct my time towards when I started my business. I just wanted a creative outlet, something to, you know, a big project to work on. So we definitely have that in common. Mm -hmm. Um, So who would you say that your brand is targeted towards? My brand is targeted towards 
anybody who really wants to take care of their skin and at the same time purchase affordable products that are also happen to be very cute and designed well by me and then but also like just want to support a small business you know because I feel like that's always the right thing to do just supporting small businesses or local businesses is just a good thing yeah exactly so moving on to our topic questions again thank you all for tuning in um our topic for today is product photography how to take good product pictures how anna takes her photos um and then uh having an organized feed something aesthetic to add to your feed so it's safe to say that your feed is goals um in my opinion anna um so Yeah, of course. Um, Talk me through your process for taking photos. What's the big picture? How do you do it? So I normally, like the day before I take photos or normally like a couple hours or so before, I try and say, okay, well, what have I not put on my feed? Like what product have I not been pushing that I probably should or like that needs a little more love, you know? So Mm -hmm. I always decide, okay, well, I need some type of color palette. Like I need to include some props, you know? So I kind of gather those all together And then I also, this is kind of a really random factor that also has a huge, a huge size on how the products end up looking. Um, I also, I try to look at the weather and see when is the sun going to be out? That's, the sun is such a crucial part in taking photos because it provides natural light to your photos and it just, yeah. So I normally do that a couple hours or the day before, and so I do that. And then I just open the windows. The light doesn't shine through in my room, so I go into my parents' room, and I just open up the windows, and I just try and set everything up. Gotcha. Yeah. I think that natural light is such a key factor that a lot of people don't realize are investing in studio lights or, you know, light boxes, things like that. But having that natural light shows people that your products are real. Real people are using them and they're gorgeous. They're aesthetic and they're not just another, you know, product picture. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... I think I know what your answer for this one yes. is already, but do you prefer natural light or artificial for your picks? I preferred natural light over over artificial light all the way. I've had a couple experiences with ring lights I can share if you would like, but yes, I use natural light. It's not that sunny here, but in the summer, it definitely is sunny every single day, and then you can catch a couple days like during the week to take some photos. Yeah, I gotcha. And if you want to pop in one of those stories, I'd be happy for everyone to hear it. Yeah, so my mom, she decided she wanted to order a ring light because she uses it in her life. She has a job that she likes to take photos for, too. And so I decided, okay, well, I'll just, like, open the package and I'll kind of, like, experiment with it since I know a lot of more professional brands take product photos with artificial light and ring lights are a part of that. So I decided to open it and I kind of made a setup in my room it was like four o'clock at the day maybe and it just wasn't like it wasn't sunny out so I turned it on it took me a while to get used to it since there are lots of different modes on it and so I just started taking some pictures and I noticed that some areas of the pictures were just dark like natural light it's kind of it brightens up the whole thing when you do it so I felt like I don't know my I did it myself. I'm not the type of girl who kind of, like, asks different people. I kind of just Google it and try and, like, 
do it myself, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I probably, there's probably something more I could do to make it work for me, but it just, I don't know, just right off the bat, it didn't have a good first impression. Yeah, I personally have never tried a ring light, but I do use, I can use a mix of the two. So I'll open up my window um, down at my desk and, you know, set up my uh, my props and my, my flat lay and everything. But I'll also add in a studio light um, kind of behind where I'm taking the picture so that it cancels out and I'm getting like a nice mixture of the two. Mm-hmm. But I, that's a funny story. I, yeah, I definitely haven't tried a ring light, but I'm not sure if it would be the best. I, I would have to um, try it out to know. Um, so do you recommend taking separate product pictures and feed pictures, or do you just take one set of pictures and use it in your Instagram feed and as your listing pictures on Etsy? I, I've seen a lot of people do like different product, product like pictures, like for their shop versus like Instagram pictures. And I kind of lump it all into one. I do multiple photo shoots with the product. So sometimes I'll originally like switch up some of the photos and then I'll come back later and I'll switch it up again. So I just kind of take them all in one and decide what looks best. Yes, gotcha. I personally, like, I'll take, um, I feel like it depends on the product for me. Like, I launched mugs last holiday season, and I had to use them, you know, use their feed pictures as the product picture because it's kind of like a weird bulky object. But for things like stickers and notepads, it's nice to have, you know, again, like mix the two, but have a set you know, clean product photo as well. So that's what I like. Um, But I, my next question is, do you like to batch create your content um, and, you know, get it all done at one time and then post, um, you know, throughout the week or month, or do you just take pics whenever and post when you need to? Yeah. Like the first question, I know a lot of people batch create their content. Um, They all, if it's sunny, they'll do it all in one. Sometimes I'll do that and Throughout the summer, there was, like, a week where, like, every single day I would have, like, multiple photo shoots, which provided me with a lot of photos to post. Mm -hmm. But now it's kind of – the weather is very unpredictable, so it's kind of just – if I see the lighting that I'm looking for, I'll just, like, hurry and I'll go get everything to do it. So, yeah, I kind of take pics whenever, but if I – if it's constantly – if it's – if the weather and sun is consistent, then I'll batch. But if it's not, then I'll just take pics whenever. Gotcha. I like to, I personally, like I said, um, I like to batch create my content. And it's easier just because, um, you know, with all the schoolwork and everything else going on, it's easier to um, post everything. But I'm not really having, like, a huge lighting issue or things like that. So I can definitely see how, you know, sometimes it's hard to find the right lighting and figure everything out. So, yeah. Um, My next question is, do you recommend using a feed planner to help your feed aesthetic? Um, This is kind of moving into the feed organization portion here. Yeah, so I I don't really have like a feed planner to plan all my feed out. I think I with the consistency of using like different patterns as backgrounds or with the natural light, I feel like overall some things will look more consistent together by doing that. But I do have Planoly which I'm not sure if you have, but Mm -hmm. I sometimes if I'm on the edge or on the fence about posting a photo that I think might or might not go with my feed, I'll post it on there just to see, and it'll preview my feed with that picture in it. 
So I'll decide if I would post it from there. Gotcha. Yes, I plan only two, and I actually used to use it quite often. Um, I would plan out all my content for weeks, months in a row, and, you know, it would be so nice because it would just say, do you want to post this? And I'd say post, and it would be good to go. Um, But A, that took such a long time to write out all these captions and figure everything out. So I kind of stopped doing that. And um, my favorite thing, my favorite point from your statement there was, you know, if you are using aspects in your pictures um, that are similar, which I would hope, you know, most of you guys are doing, um, you know, whether that be bringing in the same uh, props, bringing in a little plant, same uh, product, same backdrop, things like that, your feed will start to look cohesive because it's the same stuff, you know what I mean? So I think that's, um, you know, a really good point that you bring up. And I've heard of a couple other feed planners as well. If you're looking for some, Planoly is one along with Unum and Preview um, are the ones I've heard the most about. So definitely something to check out if you, um, you know, want to try that. So yeah, I would recommend. Um, what would be your biggest tips for taking pictures without a nice camera? So I can relate to this question. I do have a nice camera that I can take pictures with, but I just prefer to do it on my phone just because it's so much easier. I don't have to download everything on and off of different devices. So my biggest tips are probably one of my, I do this all the time when I take photos. I turn the camera setting onto square instead of just have it take it like a regular photo. Mm -hmm. I just scroll over until it says square just because this is how Instagram normally posts photos. And when you're scrolling, it'll look better as a square than kind of like a rectangle or something. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things I do. I also like editing. Obviously, I do that on my phone. I don't switch over to a computer and do editing. I just I do everything on my phone, which makes it kind of easy to do it. So really, if you're complaining or just wanting to get a nice camera, I would say stick with your phone. Try and see if you can adapt to ways that you can use your phone by using different camera apps, stuff like that, you know? Yeah, that's yeah, that's something I've actually never heard before using the square setting. That sounds yeah. really useful. Um, I've seen, I'm not sure if this is correct, but does it start off with like a little grid also so it's easier to center things on it? Yes, I actually, that's an, I'm glad you brought up that point. You can go into <laughs> settings if you have an Apple phone and I'm not sure how to do it on another phone, but I'm sure you can find a way to turn the grid on, which also helps like put the composition so you can like, align things on how you want them to be you know yeah that would be really helpful and yeah I I love that just that hand in hand with um you know whatever editing app you use do you have a specific one or do you just use the like brightness on photos yeah you can I'm sure that like you can scroll down and edit it like on the photo app but I use Lightroom it's by Adobe it's completely free you just download it on your phone and I have a preset that I do It's just kind of a basic preset, like turn the exposure, like brightness, messing around with those kind of things that I just having a preset kind of makes the photos all cohesive. It kind of just wraps them up by editing them all the same, you know. Yeah, gotcha. And there are lots of presets. I have a couple of friends who sell them, other small businesses. Um, but I've seen people, you know, and I don't know if this is what you do or not, Anna, but I've seen people just you know, turn up their brightness, exposure, things like that, and just save it as a preset so that they can just apply it without having to purchase anything at all. Um, and, you know, I assume that works really well 
also. Um, and the other thing was I wanted to talk about, um, I just actually did a little photo shoot before um, I hopped on this call mm-hmm. and I'm shooting some new stickers that I'm launching. Um, and I actually used a, like I used a, a backdrop that matched my feed and then I used a little string and I taped it to the sticker and then I like hung it in front of the camera so that it was kind of a focus effect I don't uh-huh. really know if that makes yeah. much sense but I mean honestly whatever you do to just you know make the pictures interesting things like that um I use like the um the version of Lightroom on my computer so it does cost money but I'm able to like edit out you know the string or whatever my hands so that's kind of cool and um you know the free version is almost just as good so definitely something to look into and a top tip from both of us I think a lot of people use Lightroom and that's why it's so popular when you said that it made me think of you know I think you've probably seen people do this but like with stickers or with business cards, having one on like an object and then laying some in the background. So you can focus on the one that's higher up. That kind of reminds me what you were doing, but like kind of on like a vertical version, I guess. Yeah, no, I actually, I did that with, I was sending um, a picture of a product that I received from, uh, you know, another business and I was sending it to them for their feed or whatever and I used that same thing um, it was like a little sticker with um, the other sticker they were logo stickers so there were stickers and then I put a basically what I did if you're very confused about what we're talking about right now yeah basically what I did was I laid out a white piece of cardstock and then I put all of my logo stickers um, on it and just kind of like brush them around I guess and then in the middle I put a marker cap and then a logo sticker on top of that so it focused and everybody does it but I think it's popular for a reason yeah. it makes a really cool effect yeah um, I actually I actually taped some of my products to the wall one time so oh we God. do anything for a photo you know yeah exactly honestly whatever you don't need to know what happens behind the scenes as long as it looks good in the end right yeah um, yes, definitely. So do you have any other big tips that you'd like to share about feed organization or product photography? Yeah, I kind of mentioned this earlier, but having reappearing props or patterns or just anything that have been in your feed multiple times before helps kind of wrap it up and like give it more of a professional feel to it. And then another thing I noticed, and I'm going to experiment more this year with, um, is product, <laughs> like product photos on people like that didn't really make sense but like people having the product or wearing it or holding it just people in general just to know that there's a real person behind the screen you know it's not just it's not just there you know like there's a real person who's doing Mm -hmm. things you know so yeah and I've noticed that I get a lot more engagement on those posts so definitely try and experiment with having people in your photos yeah, I saw that on your story. Also, I um, I wanted to put in here that I I feel like a lot of clothing brands, you know, they show you the clothing on a model, which makes sense. Um, but you can also expand to, like Anna said, like skincare or whatever your products are. Just have someone holding it or using it. Showing your products in use is a seller because people yes. will think 
this is my product and you or like this is what it will look like when I have that product like oh I need that product she's using it I can use it things like that marketing it for a specific person or audience like and showing people that you know this is what it looks like in action is super beneficial for sales followers engagement anything really um so something very important to remember (laughs) if I could add on to that like a teeny bit I was just Mm -hmm. gonna say that product photos are really the key to getting sales since Mm -hmm. I feel like if you don't have the best product photo you won't be as reliant to get more sales because people don't really know what it looks like they yeah so if you (laughs) could if you could try and get the best product photos that you can possibly do I feel like that's definitely a plus because that's that's what people are buying like that's what they're using to know that they're actually getting something yeah, exactly. Showing it from all angles is really important also because you really want people to think, you know, this is what it looks like. This is what it looks like on. This is what it looks like in use, things like that, you know, before and after. It's just a very, you know, very beneficial and important thing to remember when taking your product pictures. And the other thing is that I just thought of, you can never have enough product pictures if yes. you... Yeah, if you, um, like, if you're trying to post, if you're trying to grow on Instagram, you need to be posting, you know, every day, weekly, things like that, you know, multiple times a week. And in order to do that, you need multiple photos to post a week. So if you have a photo shoot and you only get 20 photos out of it, that's less than a month worth worth of pictures, pop, you know, maybe even two weeks worth of pictures there. So you have to, you know, take as many as you can, even if you don't think they look good, Mm -hmm. just wait, edit them, try every single angle, and you will end up with something. But it's better safe than sorry, because I never have enough pictures, and I'm always running out. So I'm reposting things and editing them and posting other things. So really important to take as many pictures as possible. (laughs) Yes. So finishing off here with a fun question what is your favorite product shoot that you've ever done and why do you think that it was so successful so my favorite product product photo shoot would probably be I don't know if you remember or if you can go check out my Instagram or whatever um it's actually a photo of a lip gloss on a cutting board with strawberries and then a mirror I know it sounds really really strange which is kind (laughs) of why I like it but it's because it goes so well together like I never in a million years expected that to be one of my product photos that I loved. And you might be wondering, like, how, Anna, how did you get that idea? What made you think of that? So I was mm-hmm. actually going to do something. I made this thing on my notes that said, like, if you want to spice up your photos a little bit, like, try adding a couple of these props to them. So I was going to mm-hmm. post it on my story, like, pick three props, post them, and use, like, this hashtag or whatever. I didn't end up mm-hmm. doing that. Maybe in the future I will. But I realized that one day it was sunny and I was just like, I need to have a photo shoot. Like, I will just be wasting this precious sun if I don't have a photo Mm -hmm. shoot. You know, that's kind of my mindset. But yeah, I was like, okay, well, I'll just go into my notes and I'll just pick a couple of things. So I picked like strawberries, a mirror, like different kind of things like that. And I was like, okay, let's just lay it out and see how it looks and I, it was on the room of my parents' bedroom floor, and, like, I had, like, picture frames set up to, like, drape the fabric on. It was, like, a very elaborate setup and a little bit interesting, <laughs> but that was one of my favorite product shoot, product photo shoots, I think. Yeah, I do. I definitely do remember that picture and just thinking 
that is so fun. And that's such a fun story behind it too. And such a fun little exercise. Um, you should tag Anna and I, or if, if you ever do it on your story, like that's such a cool challenge to do. Yeah. Um, and something to like spice up the product pictures because you wouldn't normally think like, okay, cutting board, fruit, like near what? But it yeah. was such a cool execution. So you never know, right? You never know what you're going to get. And it could turn out to be really neat. <laughs> Okay. So um, as we wrap up here, um, do you want to list your social media, your website, where people can find you? Um, yes. So I do not have a TikTok. I just have Pinterest, Etsy, and, um, and Instagram. So my Instagram handle is at Daisy by Anna, no underscores or anything, just Daisy by Anna. And then my Etsy is Daisy Skincare by Anna. So that's where you can find me. Okay, awesome. Well, yes, go check Anna out. Um, thank you so much for coming on um, and sharing your tips about product photography and feed planning, aesthetics, all that stuff. Um, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, but, yeah, I loved having you, Anna. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. It was an honor. Of course. Okay, see you later. Bye. All right, that was it for our episode today. Before I close off, I did want to mention a little review. If you haven't left a review before, you can do so on Apple Podcasts. You can go ahead and rate and leave a little message. So today's review is from ENA Create, and it is at E and A underscore create on Instagram. And she or he says, I love this podcast. I've never been one to like podcasts, but as soon as I started listening, I fell in love. I love this because as a small business owner myself, I can relate to many of the topics and learn from the guests' experiences. If you haven't listened to the podcast, you're missing out on the best podcast ever. Thank you so much for reviewing ENA Create. It seriously means the world, and I love reading through these. They make me so happy. So make sure to go do that, and I will try and read a few out next episode as well. concludes today's episode thank you all so much for listening i hope you enjoyed it as much as i did season two is off to a great start and i'm so excited for you guys to keep listening to all the amazing guests a special thank you to anna from daisy by anna for being today's guest and i had such a great conversation such a great time so if you enjoyed this episode as much as anna and i did make sure to go ahead and share it to your instagram story and tag me at small business saturday pod and all of Anna's socials and my socials will be linked in the show notes or the episode description. And yeah, I think that's about it. Thank you all for listening and I will see you next Saturday.